I don't think I want a metronome that we can use as a tempo. All right, man. So, I welcome to. Tr it's already oh, started. I did. This is my favorite part of the show. Is that we don't <laughs> I didn't have know an it's intro. already recording. Nah, right. well, it, it's already up. Welcome to Track for Track. I'm welcome. Dave. I'm Joe. And today we're covering the new Zarface album. Zarface meets Ghostface. Hell yeah. I'm ready. I was pretty excited for this album. I don't know if how you f if you have much familiarity with either of these groups or the group and the guy because Ghostface is one person. I did with uh, Ghostface. But yeah. I had never heard of Zarface. Well, yeah, never heard of Zarface until this album. So right. I was I was ready to hear what he was about. Word. Well, so just a little background for everybody else. Zarface is a trio of people. It is 7L, uh, Inspected Deck. 7L's on the beats. Seven or yeah, seven L's on the beats. Inspected Deck is one of the rappers, and then Esoteric is one of the other rappers. Inspected Deck is from uh, Wu Tang Clan, so a lot of y'all have probably heard of Inspected Deck. Yeah, Esoteric maybe not as much, but uh, I believe he's just another like New York based old head kind of rapper. He's got that voice. I'll give him that. Yeah, he absolutely. He's, does. he's got an awesome voice for rap. So let's uh, let's start this review off, man. <laughs> just need to notice how I avoided. Yeah, I was waiting for. Let's jump right into it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, I got this. I'm not gonna steal from Philip DeFranco anymore. Um, all right, so the first song is "Back at Ringside," which I feel like isn't even yeah. really the first song. It's uh, it's more of an intro, kind of a a skit type thing. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't really make any sense. Like it made sense the first time you listened to it because you kind of expected there to be like a comic book theme given the cover and everything. But uh, spoiler alert. That doesn't really hold true, and I don't really know why it's such a long, meandering intro. Yeah, I, th I, thought, the, I thought the intro was kind of weird, especially with, like you said, the comic book theme, but uh, all, all the references I could find in the intro were references to WrestleMania, or like the WWE. Or, okay. So. That's weird. Yeah, that doesn't really make any sense. Which I thought was, yeah, odd considering the art style of the album cover was, you know, nice. All their stuff is like comic that. Book, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I, I mean, I, I feel like there's not really much to say about this. It was, it was an intro. There were a bunch of references which were kind yeah. of interesting if you know yeah. WrestleMania, but and it was like kind of fun. Like he, they introduced it like it was going to be like a battle between everybody, but unfortunately, it doesn't. That is not. They just kind of dropped the concept after this song, in my opinion. Yeah, it didn't stick. Yeah. At all. So, so let's move on to the the first song song. Yeah, the I first suppose. real song on the album. Second track is a uh, face off. Face off uh, was a pretty strong start. I feel like in my like like the beat was super good, and uh, I thought Ghostface came in pretty strong. And Esoteric was just a monster on the track. Yeah, he he stuck out to me on on a, a lot of the tracks. Honestly, me too. I feel like he was yeah. one of the, the shining points. And the beat the beat is right away really good. I think it's also one of the stronger points. The beats are one of the stronger points of this album and this song. I 100% agree. I think the beats on this album are fantastic. And I think, uh, I th yeah, let's just keep going. I don't want to spoil all the thoughts right in the beginning. But, uh, but yeah, there were some like funny lines on here. It wasn't really like, there was nothing going on, which I guess is okay for the first song. It was kind of just like a dick swinging contest, I feel like. Yeah, that was... Uh... Kind of one of my problems with this song. Yeah. Is it was just like a, them talking about how good they are at rapping. Yeah. Or their flows or their beats. And I was like... Which I is fine. Kind of quickly. Yeah. And the, the another spoiler alert. That's kind of like the only topic of ever, almost every song on this album. Yeah. Which is like gets old 
really fast. Like, no matter how clever you are, I guess, or how, like, how good you sound on the beat, the dick swinging thing gets old real fast. Yep. Especially coming from rappers of this caliber. Like, Ghostface Killer is, like, one of the best rappers of all time. Like, we get it. You don't have like, to yeah, man. talk about it anymore. Yeah, tell us a story or something. Like, that's why Wu-Tang was good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, one of the many, many reasons why Wu-Tang was good, obviously. But, yeah. Dude, he had a funny line. I think this was Esoteric had a funny line. He said, uh... And speaking of re- wreaking the havoc, I'm a mutant computing beats in the attic, free from the static, unique and erratic. That shit would sound funny, but it just sounds dirty. It sounded super good. And the, his flow was super sick on it. But, like, what's he saying? Like, he's not really saying anything. Yeah, like, what my one of my favorite lines from uh, from the album, uh, from the album, from the song, rather, is, uh, flow so worthy could hold Thor, uh, Hold Thor's hammer like, which I thought was yeah. a pretty cool reference and uh And a comic book reference at that. Yeah, and a comic book reference. Um, there were I tried to so as I was going through the album I jotted down as many of them as I could. Uh this would be like if you were a real nerdy person, a really mm-hmm. fun album to listen to and try to pick out all the things because I doubt I even got half of them. Yeah. There were some weird obscure references. But, there definitely uh, was, yeah. I definitely didn't get most of them. I mean, I looked up the lyrics and I was trying to read through them and stuff, but not a comic book guy, so I definitely... And I'm not really a wrestler. I, like, I used to like wrestling when I was a kid, but I didn't really like, get into it, so I didn't get any of those references in the beginning either, but, you know. Yeah. Moving on, you want to move I mean, on to the next song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall, okay. pretty good song. Pretty good start. Pretty good. But, like, Decent way to start the album. But a, an unfortunate <laughs> precursor for what the rest of the album was going to yeah. be. Uh, so the next song, Iron Claw, this beat is fucking nasty bro this beat sounds like something that like lp would have made for like the last run the jewels record i don't know if you listen to run the jewels Joe, but uh they're sick not. oh they're super sick you would you would definitely like them but this beat was like wild it was like weird and electronic there was like laser gun sounds at some parts and like i don't know it was sick it was a super sick beat. it has a really cool change up around the third yeah verse with too. like that like yeah. with the drums yeah, yeah yeah it was like right at the end of the last verse yeah that shit is sick but then again yeah they just uh they don't say much. They just it's, talk about how good they are, which is doesn't really make you good. <laughs> Unfortunately. I mean, they're all good, obviously. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, you're not really making compelling music. Yeah, it's not It's not like a very, uh, very thought-provoking. It's mostly just, like, an interesting uh, way to say it, I guess. Like, they just came up with, a, a sh- like, a sharp way to say that they were good. And yeah. then they put... 20 of those in a row. And they were like, this is going to be my verse for every song on the album. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how it goes, which is unfortunate for rappers of, of their caliber. Yeah. Which, and then this is something I'm going to say probably at the end too. This is like good music to put on. Like it's fun to listen to, but it's just like as far as like an album goes, like unless you're just listening to it in the background, I feel like it doesn't really cut that deep. Like it doesn't really stick out to you later on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I felt like... If you were you weren't like focusing on the album, like yeah. if you were going on a car ride or something yeah. with a buddy, and you just wanted to listen to some cool beats, yeah, yeah, it would be better for that. Yeah, and then every once in a while you'd hear like a cool reference yeah. to one of the hundred references, and you'd be like, ah, they're talking about exactly, dude, I, Marvel or DC or on this song, I forget who it was. I think it was, I want to say it was Ghostface, but he says, uh. I got the filter of Bill Burr, I'm a rebel. Level up, pour some wine, and pour it to my face. You dumb, like, skinny jeans on a 42-inch waist. Yep. I, that shit was hilarious. I wrote that line down, too, actually. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it was... I forget if it was, like, Inspector Deck or Ghostface. I'm pretty sure it was one of them. It was... But that uh, shit was hilarious. Esoteric. It was esoteric? It was wow, esoteric. I'm wrong. Dude, esoteric, <laughs> straight up, though. As far as raps goes, I feel like he had, like, the best verses. I agree. Almost, cons- like, entirely throughout the whole album. But, yeah, there were some, there were some clever lines on here. 
And the like I said, the beat was amazing. Like this song is worth listening to just for like the beat alone. Yeah, some the, fun. The lines. beats were really good on all the songs. The whole album. The whole yeah. album. The Seven beats out. Were really good. Shout out to Seven Out, man. Yeah. He's he's pulling some heavy weight with this album. <laughs> yeah. He's like mostly the, the the reason why this album was even fun to go back and listen to more than once. I if agree. I'm being honest, that was the. A redeeming quality. Yeah. But uh, do you want to move on to the next song? Yeah, dude. Let's move on to the next song. So, Zarcade87. Fun name. I thought it was a fun name. Boring song. (laughs) So, yeah. This song is boring. It's got your first Star Wars reference if you're interested in just the reference. No, it doesn't. The, The previous song had one. The previous song, after he says, dumb like skinny jeans on a 42-inch waist, style wild like a tantrum from Anakin's grandson, he says... Does this one not? Oh, my... This one does have one. This is just not the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed that one. All right, so this one's got another Star Wars reference. Yeah. Just in case you needed more evidence that they make lots of references. I also wrote this down. Oh, uh, wrote down the... Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm assuming you're going to say it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... No, okay. I don't. I don't know. I wasn't gonna say the reference. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna say it. You can say the reference. Go for it. Uh, he says, "Pack him on the gate, make him panic and split with the same force to turn young Anakin Sith." Mm. That shit is hard. That sh- it sounds really cool too when he says it. Like his flow is really nice. And then he says, uh, "Is this?" Yeah, he goes, "Yo, I didn't mean to hit you, man. My hand just slipped." Like that whole thing was super funny too. See, I really. But from the song, my favorite line was. Uh, the way they avoided your boy call me gluten. Ah, that shit was so funny. It was like, it was corny. <laughs> it was but super I was like, corny. Ah. Yeah, me like, too. I liked it. Me too. I thought it was corny too, but I was like, this is pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, this song is mad short. The beat is cool. It's, it's like more up-tempo, I feel like, than the last couple songs, which is like a fun switch up like this early on. But uh, again, it's just like, and Ghostface isn't even on this track. Did you notice that? Yeah, he's not on a. He, a it's not on a bunch of, of tracks. Yeah. How do you have a whole collab album and then he's not even on like four of the songs? I, I feel like he should at least be like the hype man. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's got to like, be on the song. Like, I'm, I get like this song is like short. Maybe he's not on it, but not really though. Like, if it's gonna be like a Ghostface or like Zarface meets Doom album or Ghostface album, yeah, he should be on every song. Like, I, if there's I if there's rapping, agree. I don't know why. Yeah, it was really. I don't know that. I don't think they did this with the MF Doom album. I'm pretty sure MF Doom was on all the songs, or at least. Most of the songs. I guess he was on most of the songs, but like one of the longest songs on here, I forget which song it was, we'll get to it in a little bit, but like one of the longest songs on here was like six minutes long. And there was four verses and none of them were Ghostface. It was just like Inspector Deck and Esoteric going back and forth. Yeah, I don't know. Let's keep going. All right. Let's move on. Moving on to track five, Powers and Stuff. Yeah. This beat again, man. The beat is sick. Like the like the the kids going like Zarface, Ghostface, like screaming and shit was like a funny hook, and uh, the beat was I mean it was just thumped, man. It was just a great beat. That's so, <laughs> that's like all I have to say about it. I mean the one. All right, so I have two comments, and at this point in the album, I was kind of getting tired of hearing them say their names because they keep saying their names. It's like I get it. I know yeah. who you are. They keep they keep repeating. You know, Zar- especially Zarface. Yeah. I felt like almost every song he had to sh- shout his, or well, they, Zarf- they yeah. had to shout their Esoteric names. Esoteric or Inspector, yeah. Yeah, and it was uh, it was really beginning to to wear on me, oh, hearing yeah. it over and over by this point. Uh, I did think it was interesting that they referenced two British things, including Harry Potter and uh, Peaky Blinders, which is a, oh, a British TV show. Have you seen show. that show yet? I haven't. Have you seen the trailers for it? Because it no. looks fucking sweet. I've not seen it. They, it's, it's on. It's like a Netflix original. They reference it twice. I don't, or I once. Didn't, I and, didn't even notice. Yeah. I. Uh, it's got some Adrian Brody looking motherfucker on the cover. 
He looks just like Adrian Brody. That's the only reason I even ever checked it out in the beginning. And now it just looks like a sweet show that I just I have to watch. I haven't even seen it. I just, I heard them say a name and I was like, I wonder what this guy's from. <laughs> so I just looked up the name and it took me to the TV show. Of course. They also make a Matrix reference. So at least they're covering yeah. the spectrum as far as references go. Yeah. So again, if you're into that thing, he also this said is something, the album for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, I forget who it was. I should have written these the names down of all the quotes that I took out. I, I figured I would just remember, but I was wrong. Uh, one of them, I think it was esoteric, but he says, "Your best shit, your best shit, ain't better than his worst verse." And Zarface a triple threat. He rhymed in third person, and he's a cannibal about to eat his third person. Oh yeah, I thought that was. Fun. And then he says, "You, you as genuine as Pony, the karaoke version." <laughs> I thought that was funny, but like, yeah, man. I mean, that was just like. That's it. That's all. I don't know. It was just a couple clever lines and a cool beat. And that was and, about it. And then the song was over. And I was I was over it. We were ready to move on <laughs> and to... Uh... Song six got Masked Superstars. Again, just another incredible beat with just like meh lyrics. And no Ghostface again. This is another song that didn't have Ghostface on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I basically have the same, uh, the same comments like the beat was dope. Yeah. But uh, the, the, lines the were lyrics fine. were subpar. There were a couple interesting references, yeah. as there are on all the songs. Exactly. And then it was like, all right. Yeah. Like, it was just good good background music. Like, I, I hate to be so un, unthrilled by this album, but there weren't many interesting themes. There was kind of like that, that fight theme in the beginning, but it went away yeah. very soon. And then all of a sudden, it was just like dick swing contest yeah dude like and i was totally not expecting this because i don't know if you've listened to like any of ghostface killer's recent albums but uh he was putting out some like conceptual crazy shit like uh 12 reasons to die did you listen to 12 reasons to die it was like a mafia like fucking murder like th- concept album where like he ends up getting like killed and they come back ah it's just crazy it's a super crazy like interesting album with a bunch of crazy beats and a bunch of sweet features and great lyrics because he's telling a story so like i feel like this would this could have been a great concept album if they had just like stuck to the concept of being superheroes kind of yeah or or kind of like picked a theme yeah or at least like a topic per song yeah like, the only song... All right, we're about to get to it yeah, in a second. So but, uh, do you want to move on to well, that? Well, I just song? wanted to say one final okay, line from it. this song. He says, uh, Sad rap, helter-skelter, I've seen people stabbed in the shelter, acting bipolar like they grabbing a seltzer. <laughs> you you welterweight, base model, Vespa, you can't afford to stream the band, never mind drive a Tesla. The second half is like actually pretty hard, but the first half is just hilariously goofy. Like... It's such like a like a dad joke. Acting bipolar like they grab in a seltzer. When I heard him say seltzer, I kind of felt like it was like a Mad Lib. <laughs> like he was just throwing <laughs> lyrics in. Like they were like, like noun, and he, he just came up with seltzer. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, that's it, it's wow. in pen, it's on the paper. Wow, that's so savage. Oh, that's funny though, that's, that's facts. Oh, yeah, let's move on to the next one. Right. This is the best song on the album in my opinion. By like a long shot. Yeah, no, can't can't dispute you on yeah, that dude. one. Track seven, Morning Ritual. This song is awesome. It's such a like interesting on topic song. And you they, know what I mean? They like tell a story and, and it's and there's funny. Emotions. And yeah, feelings. and like and it's really clever. Like there's a lot of clever lines in this song. Uh, the song is is like them them telling a story of like waking up and what their morning ritual is when they get up in the morning. And, like, I guess not all the time, but, like, this this specific day. Ghostface has, like, a pretty good verse. His is, like, kind of funny. Oh, he says, uh... Does, remind me, does Ghostface have the first or second He's got verse? the first one. The first verse? Okay. Yeah, he says, uh... 
Still had my jewels on, hugging my neck. Then I made it to the bathroom, boner all in my sweats. Oh, Sixty yeah. second piss felt like more like a nut. Someday morning, <laughs> church chick let me hit it in the. And then some woman's voice comes in and goes, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Like, yeah, and then no, he did like the good. yeah, and then he did like the mirror thing, like the mirror, mirror on the wall sort of thing. And then Esoteric mm-hmm. comes in and just makes the song even better. Like he says, uh. This is the best part. He says, look in the mirror. I say, what is the plan? He said, that Marco Robbie-looking chick stole your money, fam. What? Stole my money? Let me get this. I turned around and shot the fucking mirror for snitching. (laughs) 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 That shit was hilarious, dude. And then he says, uh... Then the the girl gets back and he's like, you stole my shit. She's like, nah, dude, I just went to get us breakfast. And he's like... Oh, that was reckless. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, it was so funny. And it was uh, good. Oh, it was so good. And it, it went somewhere. And the beat was great. And it was, like, super disappointing because, like, if it's the only song on the album that really did that. Uh, they wouldn't even have to change every song on the album. But if just more than just this one song yeah. were like this, yeah. it would be better. Yeah, it doesn't. every song doesn't need to be, like, <clears throat> a conceptual, like, masterpiece. But, like... You guys are like like Ghostface Killer. Like it's I know like, it's up there. Like, like you I, know you can. Yeah, he clearly has the ability to make a couple songs with a topic, other than like yo, look how fat my dick is. You know what I mean? Like come exactly. On. I don't know. As good as this song was, it almost kind of made me sad that like completely the rest of it wasn't even close. It was to like it. a tease. Like yeah. like look how good this album could have been if they just tried a little harder with the lyrics because the beats again I can't stress this enough yeah, the, the beats, beats in the sound the beats were great are incredible they're all incredible you could you they could honestly use the same beats and just and redo just, all the lyrics yeah, you could dude. probably have a fantastic a way album. better album yeah except for morning ritual you got to leave yeah, that you one could the leave that cuz that shit's fire you got to change i guess you could leave the intro if you make it match the rest of the album i think you could leave iron claw Iron Claw. Iron Claw. That was the second song. That song yeah. was like sick. Like the beat was sick and the verses are good. Cause like I said, some dick swinging is fun. Like it's obviously fun. Yeah, I, especially for guys be... like this. Cause these are guys like the rapidy rap kind of guys. And you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be completely absent from the album at all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But they. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're saying the it, same thing. Exactly. <laughs> we're repeating ourselves. Let's so, move on. Let's go. Yeah. Eight. Super Soldier Serum. That's a fun name. I liked it. The Marvel reference. Yep. Yep. And uh, maybe a couple other things. But, uh. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I actually. This beat was fine. This beat wasn't even that special, in my opinion, which just made the whole song just a drag. You know what yeah, I mean? I was getting really bored with this song right yeah. away. Yeah. It's kind of unfortunate. I just. I can't. I can't even remember listening to it like the second or third time. I feel like I listened to it once, and then every time I got to it after that, I was like... If I'm being honest, I can't even remember what the beat sounds like. <laughs> that's how unfor- That's how forgettable most of this album was, though. I can't even remember what a lot of the songs sound like, like a day later. Like, I listened yeah. to these songs literally this morning. I listened to, the, to some of these songs, not all of them, but, like, I don't even remember what they sounded like, because it's just, like, they all kind of... I mean, the beats don't blend in, but, like... They're just like background music when the rapping is not pulling you in. Exactly. Yeah. He says one, he says, he says a couple funny things, but I just want to point out this bar that I thought was funny. He says, uh, words be crusty, beats be dirty and dusty, girls be flirty and lusty, dirty and busty. I thought that was funny. And it just sounds sick when he says it. It's kind of stupid. Yeah. It's like a stupid bar, but it just, he sounds, his flow is nice when he says it. I think that was esoteric again. So. Shout out to Esoteric for being at least vaguely interesting for most of the album, but like, eh. <laughs> Anyways, this song, track track nine. The King Heard Voices. Dude, this beat is 
fucking sick. This beat is so menacing. It sounds like a fucking like a horror game boss level. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought the same thing. Yeah. That it sounded like kind of an old video game, like you're fighting Bowser or something. Yeah, like dude. Type of feel. It was super sick. I really liked it, and I liked the chorus. I thought the chorus the was chorus weird. The chorus is awesome. Yeah, it like it's like freaky. Like it just puts you in this like spooky mood. It's like Luigi's Mansion. You know what I mean? Like, but like, and this is like this song particularly bothered me because uh, the beat is so sick, and uh, with a beat like this, like these guys can go into go into some horrorcore shit. Like make something gross. Like do like a, like a like a. Like a, like a fake story about, like, going out and killing somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Ghostface Killer has done entire albums about, like, mafia members murdering each other. Like, you can't... They could very you, easily... You can't turn this one spooky-ass song into, like, a spooky song altogether. Like, sure. you know what I'm saying? Like, like you got the dirty voices. You got, like, the good flows. You got the crazy beat. Say something and the, scary. the chorus like, would go perfectly Yeah, with dude. Exactly. Like... It just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. This yeah, this song was like the biggest disappointment on the album, I think, for me, because it was just the beat was just so sick, and you could have done so much with it. And then it switched up at the end, and it was cool. The intro was cool. The intro was cool, like, but yeah, I don't know. They didn't really. I don't know. They said a couple funny things, but it's just like. Boring. I'd rather hear like, substance, especially after the previous practically eight songs. If we're except you know minus um, morning ritual of yeah nothing a boring exactly. Kinda, Funny rhymes, interesting references, but nothing. Nothing uh, really special. You know, yeah. no meat. And then uh, this this did have a couple comic book references in it though. So like, shout out to that, I suppose. Yeah, they had a. I wrote down there was another DC and Marvel reference, yep. and probably others that I didn't. Yeah, catch. dude. He says uh, like Superman's arch foe. It's actually Lex. While I'm actually grabbing and slapping the back of your neck. That sounds sick when he says that. And then he says, uh, like, a Thanos bar. I forget what it was. Oh, I think that's on the next song. Oh, is that on the that's next on song? The okay. Next song. So that bar was move sick. On to yeah, let's move on to Yeah, let's move on to the next one. Yep. Listen to Color. Yeah, this is uh, another song with no motherfucking Ghostface. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. Where's Ghostface, bro? Why is he on so. Why is he, like, missing from so many songs? I wish I had an answer. Yeah. I wish I had an answer for you. And then this beat, though. This beat is sick. The beat starts off fine. And then it, when it switches into the second verse and does, like, the beat change, it sounds like a fucking cave with, like, water dripping in the back, like, far away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's so eerie and, like, like atmospheric almost. Nothing. They just said nothing interesting. The, the one thing, I, I wrote down a couple of the lyrics. I wrote down the Thanos lyric specifically, which was, uh, could turn into dust when I snap, like, yeah. half the MCU, which I thought was an interesting kind of fun reference. Yeah, yo, he says, uh, I like you as a person, but as a, an MCU could turn to dust when I snap, like, half the MCU. That shit is hard. That's a super hard bar. Like, and it's a, it's a comic book reference. They're trying to stay on topic. Like, The other re- <laughs> the other reference I like is, uh, I've been schooling kids for free before LeBron James, which right. was, uh, LeBron James opened up a school. Yeah. I don't know if you knew about that, yep. in case you didn't know about that. So that was kind of a fun, interesting line that, that they threw in that there. That was a fun one. Ticonderoga, there's the only time you hold in lead. That was pretty fun. That was like a that was like a decent bar. This is like a ton of decent yeah. bars. Oh, he says this this is kind of corny but funny. He says, uh, truthfully, the only bright bard I know is Simpson. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Fuck bright bard. It's corny. It's like a dad joke, but like it was funny. I thought it was kind of funny. But yeah, man, like it's just they, yeah. They also reference the movie Alien. Yeah. Do they? Okay. See, yeah. I. <laughs> so. I honestly probably tuned out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was that's that's all I got to say about that. 
And then his next song is this is Mongolian Beef, right? Yes, Mongolian okay. Beef. I didn't write the name down, so I wasn't sure, but yes. I thought that was right. This beat is cool. It's a little weird, and I thought they went pretty, pretty, pretty hard on the verses. Like they sounded okay. The song was fine. I like the beat. This was probably <laughs> one of my favorite beats on the album. Yeah, I like uh this. This line was weird. I don't really know what he means by this, but Ghostface says uh. You should speak to me instead of speaking interdirect, because me no understand that stupid doo-doo do your dolly. Put the toodle to your noodle before I shoot you. You say, how, Sway? Bust a basset over my sir, put his casket in the casa, explain the passion of the dud and kill his daughter in the process. That sounds like a pretty fucked up uh, shot at Ye, if I'm being honest. Because the house way is like a Kanye West joke. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you ever saw that no. hilarious interview with fucking Sway and Kanye. But uh, if that's like a continuation of the Kanye disc, that's pretty fucked up, dude. <laughs> that's super dirty. Uh, but I don't know if that's the case. So I'm not trying to spec. I am trying to speculate. That's the whole point. But uh, I'm not trying to go that far. But I'm not trying to accuse him. Yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. make it something it's not. Exactly. But that's what I took from it. I was like, that's a pretty. That's pretty yeah, sad. Interesting. Yeah, but uh, I mean the houseway thing was funny because that is a hilarious video. You should check that out. I'll have to look it up. And uh, and then I think Esoteric says this one line, which I thought was kind of funny. I think I think he says Pharrell. It sounds like he says, "And Pharrell, you you the fake of the year when you quote unquote curate that don't cure aches of the ear." I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know if he says Pharrell though. It's hard to tell what he says. It sounded like he said Pharrell, but he could have said for real. For real. Yeah. 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 Could but Pharrell that. makes. I mean, not really makes more sense, but. He's a person, so he could be calling him out. You know what I'm saying? Since fucking Ghost was calling out Kanye, maybe this is the song where they're just calling motherfuckers out. It is called, uh, it does have the word beef in mm-hmm. the name. So I th- True facts. <laughs> just a theory. <laughs> a film theory. We're just going to steal all the catchphrases <laughs> from every YouTube creator we've ever watched. We are. And, and they're never going to know, because they're not going to hear yeah. us. Keep this in between <laughs> us, hundreds of thousands of listeners. Yeah, a.k.a. Four of five you. listeners. Yeah, and like three of them are us. All right, anyways. Last uh, song last 12. Song. Yeah. Postcard scene. Yeah, this was a cool idea, but it's a, like it's like too little too late. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Because, like, there wasn't enough comic book references to make it so, like, a comic book theme was the theme of the album. But the idea of having, like, a post credits scene with some extra shit was cool, except it was just disappointing. Because it was just another reminder of how little thematically was going on in the album. Yeah, it almost feels like they kind of had, like, too many cool ideas, and then they executed them all poorly, rather than just picking one and focusing on that. You know what I mean? Like, because they had the... They had the comic book stuff. They had all the movies, the TV shows. They had the WrestleMania references. Mm. And See, but I feel like a rapper like, rappers can pull all those references in together just fine as long as they're, like, saying something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like j- referencing other things other than comic books wouldn't necessarily take this album away from its comic book theme. But there's just not enough of any of them to be the theme. And the album cover and the intro and this right here the yeah. song they make it seem like the main theme is supposed to be comics but then half the songs don't even have comic references and they're not like playing parts like it's not like how mf doom plays a part and he's like oh i'm the villain you know what i mean like that he has like album where he like is playing the part of the villain that's like his whole shtick sometimes they didn't really do anything like that on here they kind of just like half-assed the concept they were like, yeah, it's going to be comic book themed. And then they were like, all right, let's and put an they intro. Just, they just wrote lines let's, for comic Let's books. put a cover. Yeah, let's reference the MCU like three times. And then let's put an after credit scene and people will think it's a comic book movie as an album. Which is just not what happened. It's no. just, they didn't pull it off. I feel like they, de- they definitely could have done a lot 
more to like make it feel like a comic book or like a comic book movie or have like more of that idea to it yeah and i think like post credits like calling the last song in the album post credit scene would have was a really cool idea for that theme but they just didn't execute the rest of the theme at all so then by the time you get to that point it's like all right. Like, yeah, whatever. exactly. Like, it's like you could have called it anything. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't you could have called it dog shit on a plate, and I would have been like, "All right, that's yeah. that's thematically in line with the rest of the Especially album." Because, like, <laughs> with the exception of "Morning Ritual," I would say, oh, that song is so good. None of the song names seem to have much to do with the actual for content sure. of the song. For sure. Which is like, that's the case. So why didn't they just make all of the song names, I don't know, some, something to do yeah. with like a comic book movie or comic book theaters that would make it the name sound more like a story. Yeah, almost. yeah, I, I agree. They, I mean, they could have done so much more I with this. Know. They could have done, with like the people that were involved, the quality of the beats, like they could have done a lot more with it. That's my big beef with the album. It's not that it's bad because it's not a bad album. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's just a super underwhelming album. Like, it's worth giving it a listen, because you might like some of the songs. But as, like, a whole package, though, it's like, I'm not going back to this. Yeah. Like, I'm, I might, I'm probably, I'll probably save Morning Ritual in a, in a playlist, just because it's sick. It's a good song. And I might save Iron Claw, just because the beat is crazy. But, like, other than that, I mean, I'm, I don't really plan on listening to this ever again, unfortunately. No, if you're not into, like, East Coast rap anyway you're definitely you're not gonna de- like yeah it. you're definitely not gonna like this at all yeah because it's they sound like old east coast rappers yeah. which is i i'm i like if but you, uh, if you like it it's fine for that but if you're like one because some people just don't they just not they don't like that style they don't yeah. like it and if you if you don't like it then uh you're not gonna you're not gonna like this out you're not gonna like anything all. on it yeah, yeah. but uh, all right man favorite tracks um Morning Ritual. I think we kind of talked about that. Naturally. With number one. Iron Claw, number two. Naturally. And then... Um, Are we about to have the same list? Maybe. My number three, I was between... I'm going to I'm gonna settle on Masked Superstar. Okay, so we, we're not exactly the same then. My favorites were obviously Morning Ritual and then Iron Claw and then uh, the King Heard Voices because that beat was just so cool. Even though I said it was the most disappointing song on the album for me, I don't know. Everything else is like whatever. The beat is uh, the yeah. beat is so cool that it's gonna the take is, it's gonna take the cake I, for me. I can't, so. yeah, I can't say anything bad about yeah. the beat for at least most of this album. Or face off. I guess yeah. if I had to pick a different one, maybe face off would be the one. But I'm gonna stick with with uh with the King Heard voices. So all right, man. Yeah, uh, time to get to into the best segment of this show. Moving <laughs> on to our playlist. The playlists. So uh, if you're new here, which you probably are, because everyone who's listening is new here basically we uh we have a segment in the show where we like to put together a playlist of like seven to ten maybe five to ten songs of songs that we think if you liked this album then you might be a then, fan then you might be a fan of this is like the first particularly negative review i mean it was like lukewarm i guess in the yeah. end but we were pretty harsh on the album we also mean like even if you didn't like this if you like the style of music i guess too this is like a like a we're, we're trying to, you know what I'm saying? Because if like if you felt <laughs> like there was something in this album that you were like, all right, maybe in a different scenario, then yeah. like that's kind of what that's what we're gonna do right now. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna try to find that other scenario where you might like East Coast <laughs> rap or more than you might have on this album. Exactly. So, Joe, why don't you uh, kick it off, my guy? All right. So, my first song is "Sky's the Limit" by the Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> One Twelve of Life After Death. This is a great song. 
God, Notorious B.I.G., fantastic rapper. One of, literally, Obviously, I can't, possibly you know, the best of all time. Can't say enough positive things about <laughs> him, I suppose. I feel like no one even needs to say <laughs> yeah. anything more positive about him. <laughs> you get it. Either you like him or you don't, I feel like. And if you don't like him, you're wrong. You're definitely wrong. <laughs> but this is a great song. It's kind of in that East Coast style. If you like, you like parts of the album, you might like this song. Next, uh, NY State of Mind by Ooh, Nas. That's a great song. That's a classic song. Yeah. This is a really good Nas song. Uh, it's kind of a couple years old at this point, right? I don't even know how old it is. A couple years old? Dude, it's like it's like a couple decades <laughs> Is it a couple decades old? <laughs> yeah, dude, I have no it came idea. Out in the 90s. I didn't get into Nas to like 2014, so oh. everything seems new to me. <laughs> it's definitely not from 2014. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's a great song. He's like, I have two songs on uh, this playlist from Nas because he's like, quintessential east, east coast rapper 100 so this is a song with Ghostface on it called saigon valor uh snoop dogg and e40 are also on this song it's a really fun song it's got more of uh the west coast feel to it especially when you know snoop dogg starts to do his, uh his verses on this uh out al- uh on this album on this song but I think you'd really like it, especially if you were a fan of Ghostface on this album. You're definitely going to like his parts because Ghostface is phenomenal on this track. The second Nas song, A Queen's Story, again, you know, this is another song. It, he literally says a place in New York, East Coast rap. Fantastic song. <laughs> Can't recommend it enough. 100%. <laughs> uh, Shook Ones, part two by Mob Deep. Fuck yeah, dude. This is a good song. Everyone knows this song. Everyone knows this song. It's a this great is, song. It's a great song kind of a an old school song uh an, uh another biggie song coming up next what you want featuring uh jay-z i feel like i have nothing to say about any of these songs <laughs> <laughs> i mean in your defense these are all songs that like not all of them but yeah no pretty much all of them yeah i would say pretty much all of them are songs people probably already know but uh they're just they're just yeah, classic they're songs. Just, yeah. classic song. If r- really the most important thing is like if you're not into kind of old school rap uh, or older sounding rap, then this is not a bad place to start. I would say for sure for any of these songs because a lot of people I guess never went into that world. And with that, I'm gonna move on to my last song. It was a good day by Ice Cube. <laughs> wow. This isn't an East Coast song at all. This is a straight up West Coast song. <laughs> This is the most wholesome Ice Cube song by a large margin, I would say. That's pretty fair. Uh, it's a fantastic song, and if you do like old school rap and the sound of this album and some of the other songs on my playlist and you want to listen to some West Coast rap and some Ice Cube, this is a fantastic place to start, in my opinion. It's my favorite Ice Cube song. It was a good day. So... Hell yeah. That concludes my playlist. It's a solid list. All right, I'll get, uh, I'll get into my list now. So uh, the first song that I chose was uh, The Dangerous Three by R.A. the Rugged Man, featuring Brother Ali and Master Ace. Uh, R.A. the Rugged Man is like uh, that white rapper that everyone forgot about for some reason, but uh, he is a dirty-ass rapper. He's he's uh, he's sometimes falls like under the same problems that some of this album had, but uh, I would say not so much. And uh, this song is just an incredible song, which is three, of, three incredible rappers, a really cool beat with a biggie sample, uh, you you definitely gonna like it. If you like music like this, you're gonna love this song. You probably already know it, actually. If you're like, if you're deep into East, or not even that deep, but just like pretty into East Coast rap, you probably already know who R.A. is. But yeah, so de- definitely check out that The Dangerous Three. The second song is another song that has R.A. the Rugged Man in it, 
but it's by Jedi Mind Tricks, and it's called Uncommon Valor, A Vietnam Story. Again, if you're a hip-hop head, you probably already know this song, but if you're not a hip-hop head, you should know this song. Uh, to steal from another guy on YouTube, punch yourself in the face. I don't know if you ever watched Justin Hunt on YouTube, The Company Man, but uh, he says that a lot. If you oh, don't, I have watched If you don't company, know man. whatever, whatever, punch yourself in the face. I love Justin Hunt. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> we're going to see how many things we can steal from YouTube on this show. But, uh, but yeah, this song is incredible. Jedi Mind Tricks verse is fine. The beat is fine. But uh, All Right, The Rugged Man's verse is like a show-stopping, decade-stealing verse. Like, it might be the best rap verse to come out in like the last this is decade. a bold statement, no matter what the time frame you put on Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just, inc- it's incredible. It's like, it's a story. It's an incredible, true story. It's the story of his father's, like one of his father's experiences in Vietnam and uh, it's told from the point of view of his father and it's incredible it's it's it'll it'll uh, it'll stop you right in your tracks I think so check out that song for sure Uncommon Valor a Vietnam Story next song another song that probably a lot of people know but it's just like a, an incredible storytelling song Dance with the Devil by Immortal Technique if someone hasn't fucked your whole day up by showing you this song yet in your life do yourself a favor fuck your own day up Check the song out because this song is it's a little long and the bonus version or like the full version quote unquote is worth it because it's got like a pretty sweet freestyle at the end with Immortal Technique and uh, oh, I forget the guy's name. There's another rapper on it, but it's sick. But the song is incredible. It's shocking. It's visceral. And I'm not going to spoil it for you because it would be it would ruin it. The, 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 the story is like the main focus here, so I'm not going to say much more about it. And it's got, a, oh, it's got a sweet beat, too. It's got a piano, like this really like creepy piano loop that just plays the whole time. you got to check it out. Dance with the Devil, Immortal Technique. The next song I got is uh, Blood on the Cobblestones. It's a Ghostface Killer song. It's from that 12 Reasons to Die album that I was talking about. I couldn't really like pick one from this album, but I knew I wanted to throw something on here, so I just kind of picked one. The album is like a story, so you definitely... Should check out the entire album if you're interested, like all the way through, because it tells a pretty cohesive story in my opinion. But uh, Blood on the Cobblestones is just a good song, so I just threw it on there just to get that album out there. So Ghostface Killer, Blood on the Cobblestones. The next song I have is Suicidal Thoughts by The Notorious B.I.G. I thought about this one. This song, I tried to pick songs that were like East Coast rappers, but telling stories. The same problem that we kind of had with the album. I was trying to find songs that were like the opposite of that, you know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, Suicidal Thoughts was just like a... The whole album, Ready to Die, is a fucking conceptual masterpiece, in my opinion. But, yeah. And probably one of the best albums ever made. Not to, I mean, overhype Biggie any more than he already is, but genuinely, if you if you give this album the time, and even Life After Death, they're fucking incredible. Like, he deserves every bit of respect that he gets, even though some people might think it's ex- exasperated because of his death at such a young age, which it might be. I think it would be incorrect to assume yeah. that's all of Biggie's appeal because Biggie was a fucking amazing artist. I mean, obviously, we could never know, but I feel like... Even if he was still alive, we'd still be talking about this album. I feel like if he was still alive, he would have dropped two, three more albums that were worth it, at least. Maybe not fucking mind-blowing classics, but maybe. You know what I mean? You never know. He definitely had more music under his belt, because they've been releasing music posthumously for a long time. And it's just like Sounds Unfinished, because it was unfinished. Yeah, I mean, he was probably... But I guarantee he had a lot more ideas... The, if he had the time to flesh them out, would have been just as phenomenal as, as the two albums. He seemed that we like got. one of those guys that would just probably record shit yep. all day, like whenever he's he definitely, had time. Yeah, so I like, mean that's what I get. That's the vibe I get from yeah. him too. So, 
But yeah, man, Suicidal Thoughts is an incredible song. And it's got more oomph, I think, if you listen to the album all the way through, because it starts with his birth, and then, spoiler alert, ends with his death in, a, in an incredible way. Definitely check it. I, if you haven't listened to Ready to Die, what are you doing? Yeah, you gotta... <laughs> have you listened to hip-hop before? How have you not listened to Ready to Die? So check out that for sure, Suicidal Thoughts. Uh, the next song I got is a new guy from uh, from the East from the East Coast. Uh, West Side Gun. The song is Br- Brossface Brippler because he doesn't say the letter C. This is just a sick song. It's got a sick beat. And West Side Gun is a nasty rapper. Benny's a nasty rapper. Busta Rhymes is on this song and he goes off on this song. So, uh... If you're just into that, like, rapidy rap shit, you gotta check this song out because it's fucking... Busta Rhymes just does his thing. Yeah, dude, it's sick. It's a sick song. The last song that I'm gonna put on my playlist, or that I've put on my playlist, is uh, State vs. Kirk Jones by Sticky Fingers. Now, this sounds like a random song because it's got a very specific title, but... This album, the autobiography of Kirk Jones, in my opinion, underrated as fuck. I can't believe people don't talk about this album, like, nowadays. This has got to be one of the most incredible concept albums I've ever heard, point blank. Not even just from hip-hop, just, like, point blank. It's fucking amazing. It's it's this crazy story of, of Kirk Jones is his real name. He was, he was a rapper in the group Onyx. I don't know if you ever heard of Onyx. I don't know I've how deep... Okay. I, was, I don't know how deep your hip-hop uh, knowledge goes, but Onyx was, like, a really big group back in the day sticky fingers was one of them this song is crazy this song is like an entire uh courtroom scenario where he's getting like accused of murdering somebody and you get like like rod digger is the is the judge and you got red man you got cannabis you got all these dudes like playing lawyers and playing yeah dude playing lawyers playing uh what's it called playing like like uh witnesses and stuff and you got kirk jones trying to defend himself and it's just fucking awesome. It's a crazy song. The whole album is amazing. There's a ton of songs that are like super duper conceptual, conceptual like that. And this album is like back in the day when there were skits and stuff. You know what I mean? So like they had, but they were like good skits. Like they were funny. Like they added to the album. Unlike skits kind of did later on. I feel like skits got corny yeah. and like annoying. Yeah, but I would say that's not the case at all for Sticky Fingers. So yeah. Uh, definitely check out Sticky Fingers. State versus Kirk Jones if you're just trying to see what it's all about. But I would recommend listening to the whole thing because, again, it's one of those albums where, like, the whole album is a story. And if you just jump in in the middle, like, you're going to appreciate it, but you're not going to appreciate it as much as if you, like, have an idea of what's going on around it. So that's my list. All right. Uh, so overall, I mean, the, I don't know. <laughs> where are you going with it? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> what I was, was that try, supposed to be? I was going to try to sum up my final thought, but I guess we kind of already did that. I, yeah, yeah, I tried to do that before the playlist. Before the playlist. Because so then, then it's like disconnected like, if we do it now. Yeah, no, it's definitely... We should just move on to what we're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's yeah, move but, on to what we're doing next. All right, so for our next album, we're uh, we're moving on from hip-hop for a little while. We're going to... Uh, I don't know. We, we listened to like 10 seconds of the verse song, and it sounds... <laughs> It sounded interesting. It sounded maybe like kind of a mix between indie and country, but not country. It's definitely like Americana kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it has an interesting sound. I'm excited to listen to it. The album is called American Love Song by Ryan Bingham. Yeah, man. I've never heard of Ryan Bingham. Neither have I. Oh, I looked him up but like while we were talking about him. He's like pretty critically acclaimed, so he's not like a nobody. He's not just like a random new guy on the street. I'm, I wonder if he's got any songs that we know. Like if we jumped into his like top played songs, if we listen to any of them, I wonder if we'd recognize him. 
We'll have to do that afterwards. Yeah, we'll have to do that uh, but, uh, later on. But yeah. anyway, that's, that's that's what we're doing next. Yep, I'm pretty excited about it. It sounded sweet, so hopefully it's hopefully no offense, but hopefully it's a little more interesting than uh I have than faith. the last album. Yeah, yeah, I think I've I have some faith. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right, man. So. That's gonna be it. Let's let's yeah. wrap this bad boy up. I don't this know is how you want to end it. I mean, we don't really have endings still. No. I'm fu- I like the the rambling in and out because um, I like to be able to just play my song in the background. Yeah, no, if you just want to keep rambling <laughs> yeah. in and out. We're gonna do keep that. doing that. Yeah, that's, that's what for you now. Do. Yeah, I mean, we can sign off. You guys want to just say goodbye? All right. All right. Do we have to? We have I don't want to say goodbye yet. No. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Feels like it.